Welcome to the Community Corner, the podcast powered by Bevy. I'm your host, Beth McIntyre. In this show, I interview community builders from all spaces in the industry. Stay tuned for actionable strategies to learn and community stories to love, all in 15 minutes. I'm thrilled to welcome our next guest, Kelsey Bork. Kelsey is the Senior Customer Marketing Manager at Adobe and runs their user group programs. Kelsey began working at Marketo, which was acquired by Adobe in 2018. In this episode, she talks about how the acquisition affected her community programs, how they continue to drive positive impact, and shares some of the metrics she's tracking to prove the value of her community. Kelsey, I'm so excited to have you today. Thank you very much for joining me on the Community Corner. Yes, very excited to be here. Thanks for having me. This is my first podcast. Ooh, yay! (laughs) Well, then let's dive right in. Um, I know this is a big question, but can you describe what Marketo is and what exactly you do in your role? Yes. How much time do we have for this question? (laughs) Because this is a big (laughs) one, but I'll keep it short and sweet. At a very basic level, Marketo is a marketing automation tool. But beyond that, it helps you connect with your customers on a really personal level as if you were getting coffee with one-on-one your contacts within your database. So it allows marketers to basically deliver the right content at the right time to their customers. And it helps marketers, which is one of the biggest issues in the industry, is articulating your successes and the value of the work that you bring. So uh, Marketo has really strong analytics that helps tell that story to your companies internally. And then my role specifically within Adobe is I started two and a half years ago with Marketo and I was the user group program manager setting up the Marketo Engage user group program there. And then when it was acquired by Adobe, I'm now the Adobe user group program manager. So replicating that program for other experience cloud products within Adobe. Okay. And so the transition. So Marketo, small fish. Mm-hmm was acquired by Adobe, Big Fish. And how did you have to transition your advocate programs and like other scaling methods after the acquisition? Yeah, so really Big Fish, (laughs) Adobe. (laughs) Lots of different business lines and everything. So I think with any acquisition, the most important aspect of transitioning your advocate programs is making sure that your customers continue to feel supported and brought along in the journey from going from the small fish to the big fish. So for us, in in our case, it was really about setting up our programs in a way that still made them feel like they were identifying with the Marketo brand, but a part of this exciting adventure and acclimating into the new Adobe environment. So setting up processes that helped us scale since, I mean, for me specifically with the user group program, I'm sure for many community managers, When you're setting up a program and onboarding new advocates, you want them to feel a part of the community and like really ingrained in it. And you want to have this one-to-one relationship with them. But obviously, that's not always the case when you have so many different programs going on and so many different customers. So taking a look at what processes were currently in place and how we could um, scale them in terms of creating resources and repositories Uh, with content and templates that they could use as new user group leaders and helping to speed up that onboarding process and make sure that they feel supported. And this is not a plug, but for us specifically, Bevy was huge in that. Um, We hadn't had a central hub where the user groups lived before. And then after 
using Bevy, it was just the most easy transition of getting them onboarded and successful and um, independent too, and not having to rely on me on a one-to-one basis so much as, as they did with Bevy. So that was great. That's awesome. I mean, thank you for the plug. Um, (laughs) I always say I'm a huge broken record. I always say like transparency is key. Mm -hmm. So I imagine when you're doing something like an acquisition where you're now you're owned by someone else, it makes it feel so it could be so weird. And yeah, seen as like, now I'm no longer supported, or I'm just a small cog in the big machine. Mm -hmm. So being really transparent with the community members and like everything that's changing and why it's changing and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And making it exciting and not just like, oh, we have to do this. You're going to have to do this because I think with any change comes a lot of opportunity. So it was opportunities, not just for my team, but also for our advocates to be seen on a bigger scale and have a larger audience. And it was all good things in the end, but definitely hard in the beginning. Well, there you go. You're so optimistic. I'm glad that they had you at the helm of the ship. (laughs) So then when you're talking about empowering your volunteers and like the advocates who are running these programs, how do you find these people? How do you find them and empower them to take charge and become that extension of your team? So I will say that starting with Marketo as the first program that I I helped centralize the user groups with, it helped so much for me because it already, it was a historic program. It had been around, this is the 10th year. So they already had this like fervent customer base of people that their careers were transformed from using Marketo as a tool. So they were just already such big advocates. So from that pool of customers, um, that was extremely beneficial to our team was using those customers that were already so uh, in love with the product and helping them help us identify other people. So people in their network, you know, who else do you think is kind of the next generation of users that want to get more involved in these community programs and help articulate their successes and how their careers have changed from using Marketo. So relying on the advocates you already have is a huge benefit. And then now what I'm learning is I, so I just started the analytics, Adobe analytics user group program. And this is from scratch. Like there weren't many user groups that already existed. So having to talk through customer use cases, working internally, connecting with stakeholders that are having that one-to-one FaceTime with customers every single day, that's been the the easiest path of, of resistance for me is working with CSMs and sales managers and, and product teams to say which customers are out there doing awesome work that want to be elevated and, and help promote their own thought leadership and, and the awesome work that they're doing. That's so important. I think especially when you talk about like ask the advocates that are already there doing this work to tell you who might also want to do the work. I mean, mm-hmm. I think something that a lot of community managers forget is like the golden question is, have you asked your community? Like, have you asked the community mm-hmm. what they want and what they want for it and what support they need? Exactly. And that's always the question. Like, if you build it, will they come? But you should always have them be a part of the building process and not just create something that you think will work for everybody. And and you're kind of guessing what your audience wants. But it like you have them there for a reason to help guide you and help structure the, the programs moving forward. 
So use it. <laughs> That's so cool that now you you've built one program and now you're working on another program. So clearly the executives and the people in the higher up places see the value of these programs. So I would love to hear if you have any like secrets <laughs> about frameworks <laughs> or tools you use to determine which are the important metrics you're tracking and how you're reporting on those. Yes, for sure. So I think this across all community programs, all community programs, I think nowadays are kind of facing similar problems where it's like, you know, that you have this intangible following and respect and love from your customers. But how do you quantify that instead of just saying, you know, oh, my programs are great. You have to actually have the data behind it to back it when you're communicating and articulating that success internally. So for us, our team has always been big on aligning our goals with Adobe's larger goals. And then how do we kind of work backwards and say, how do we empower our customers? How do we tell their stories? So for us, we initially looked at, for example, the user group program, not just how many chapters there are globally and how many members there are, but now drilling down below that and seeing what do these accounts represent in terms of renewal rates and cross-sell, upsell and impact to Adobe's bottom line. So my team is actually in the process, and I talked about this a little bit at CMX Connect. We're in the process of building an advocate score using Bevy's integration with Marketo. So basically connecting the two and for different actions advocates take. So for example, someone attending a user group or someone leading a user group or applying to be an Adobe champion. Each action is weighted differently. And then um, through the course of the customer lifecycle, we basically aggregate a score that we call the advocate score. And then we um, drill down into like the Salesforce data, account level data about what that account represents in terms of renewal, upsell, cross-sell, and the numbers that I suggested earlier. Well, you heard it here first, people. It's all about <laughs> data and being accountable. And I also like, I'm like, my little swag brain's going off. You could bring that into mm -hmm. gamification. You could start to give people gifts and prizes when they reach a certain score. I love that automation and getting all those numbers from everywhere. That's brilliant. Yes, for sure. We nerd out over the advocate score all the time. <laughs> it's exciting. And it's it's important work that I think will kind of be groundbreaking in the sense of the community world and, and the successes that we've been trying to articulate for so long that we know is there because we know we work with these customers day in and day out. We know that they're big fans, but being able to actually associate a number to that intangible like passion is great. Well, and it's what you said. I mean, you know, the community is great. <laughs> you like I had a really good conversation or someone answered a question for someone else and everybody felt really good about it. And you can just feel it in your mm -hmm. gut when things are going well in the community. But you do you there's no business value in like a pat on the back or a good gut feeling. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wish there was, but there's not. Unfortunately. Yeah, if only you could monetize gut feelings. <laughs> okay, Kelsey, I have one last question for you. And this is the question that I ask everybody. Okay. What is a memorable moment you've had in your community? Oh, man, there have been quite a few, especially given the, the pandemic and the creativity around a lot of the ways that my user group leaders pivoted and um, led, you know, meditations and, and things during their user group meetings that they never would have in a pre-pandemic world. But I think for me, um, one that really sticks out is my first 
Marketing Nation Summit. So that was Marketo's summit before it was acquired by Adobe. Um, and this was actually the the first year that we had joined the larger Adobe Summit. And I walked in and it was in Las Vegas. And I remember just looking around and seeing people with their hair dyed purple. And that was Marketo's brand color was purple. So people had their hair dyed purple. There were customers that, you know, there was a, a, one of our really good customers. She's, um, she was seven months pregnant. She was rolling around in a wheelchair that was decked out in Marketo swag and had purple lights on the wheelchair. And just being able to witness this customer passion, like in real life and getting to connect with these customers and hear their stories and how Marketo helped them absolutely transform not only their careers, but their personal lives and uh, they received X amount of salary increases after becoming Marketo certified and just stuff like that, that was, that stood out to me and was like, okay, this is why we do the work that we do to amplify these stories and these messages. And it's one thing to connect with someone over email, but seeing their hair dyed purple and them have like purple nails and standing in the front row of the summit keynote screaming, like they're at a concert when the CMO comes on stage, like that was just for me, I'll never forget that moment. And I was like, okay, I think I chose the right company to come work for. So that was really cool. And just for those listeners who might have forgotten, Kelsey, this is a marketing automation software. So like, mm -hmm. this isn't a rock concert. Like this is people <laughs> who are so passionate about something that an outsider would be like, why are you so excited about automation software? But yeah. the product is obviously amazing and changes lives. But I think the community aspect, like giving people a space where they feel comfortable and cool, mm -hmm. dyeing their hair purple to <laughs> nerd out at this level, like that's what community yes. is all about, isn't it? For sure. It was epic. It was something I'll never forget. <laughs> amazing. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Kelsey. It's been such a pleasure to chat with you. Yes. Thank you for having me. This is great. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked the show, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to learn more about how to create your own community, go to pod.bevy.com. That's pod.bevy.com. This is the Community Corner, and I'm Beth McIntyre.